0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Open Guard Cast, sponsored by Electrum Performance. You can be sure to check them out for all your strength, gains, needs, which they are a need. And if you're looking at our guests that we're about to introduce right now, you will see that thickness is the goal <laughs> and size is the prize. So check it out. Um, we are back. We are the podcast of the people. I am Jake Watson, joined by my co-host, as always, the inimitable Danny O'Donnell. And we are joined by not only Leo Silva, former guest, who is going to be uh, our correspondent and also our good friend who uh, we love having on the show, but also the man who had the uh, really breakout, not really breakout because he was already uh, an amazing competitor and well-known in the jiu-jitsu scene, but fantastic performance at BJJ Stars, Gutenberg Bereta. Welcome, man. So great thanks. to have you on the show, finally.
1: Yeah, man. My pleasure. And, you know, like, thanks for inviting me. And it's a pleasure to me to be here, you know, talk a little bit about jiu-jitsu that was
0: good. All right, yeah, it is always good. We definitely uh, that's our that's our main goal. Put the high, put the focus on the athletes. So awesome.
2: So I, I had a question to start out because I think it's, it'd be cool to start out talking about BJJ stars. That was obviously such an amazing performance, and we we're such big fans of of how you competed. So, like going into it, a lot of the commentators were talking about how it was really like a big point for you to be training back at GF Team headquarters back in Brazil. So, did you feel like mm-hmm. that was a big a big part of your preparation a big part of the reason why you performed so well at BGA Stars.
1: uh definitely man uh like i'm not gonna you know like say when i when i was back in the, in the united states leaving there i was not prepared to, to the tournaments like we had we had amazing camps there too and and i was you know i was i was prepared to, to the tournaments but uh leaving that competitor like full-time competitor and sometimes try to shift you know this focus to a businessman uh coach and a coach of the competition class sometimes when you shift this this focus you know like you, you, you kind of like you know your your focus kind of like maxi so coming back to brazil uh coming back to training to, in the headquarters made me again a full-time athlete a full-time competitor so I can I, I feel it, my my performance improving, you know since I got here. Like I got here uh, last year, November uh, last year. Hold on, no, to, to, like in two thousand nineteen November, and after still you know, I know. yeah we already like <laughs> to, yeah. so I got here in November two thousand nineteen and I started training since there. Since that, and then uh, I, I feel already, you know, uh, coronavirus came, but I kept training and I, ca- I like I kept my flow. I kept, you know, getting better. So I definitely, I feel coming back here was a very positive thing to, to, to show a good performance.
2: Yeah. So you had some really great performances in 2019 too, like at the PANS. You did amazingly well, got to the final. And I noticed that you, you had competed against all the guys that you fought at BJJ Stars previously. So was that was yeah. that a big part of the reason why you were so successful as well? Do you feel like having fought them before, you had a strategy for each of them? Was that part of your preparation coming up with that?
1: I'm not, not going to say I had a
2: strategy to them, like
1: to all of them. But, uh, you know, like like you guys, I love Jiu-Jitsu. I love watching Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, and I kind of like know – I knew all the games – like previously, like from from all the fights, from guys that I fought before. I kinda knew all the all the all the games already. So it was kinda like a not surprise thing when I came to the fight. But making I, I didn't make a strategy for anybody. I just played the game and then, you know, found how, how was go how I was going during the fight. But I didn't play like a, a, a strategy like hundred percent strategy to anybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, so, uh, you know, one thing, uh, real quick. One thing I noticed, uh, Danny. I'm going to talk a little bit about a specific point in the BJJ stars. Yeah, no, unless you want to ask ahead. a question that leads up to that first. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, okay. So, being a very tall competitor myself, I can watch you being a tall and strong competitor that can bridge the gap between what I'm trying to become. In your match <laughs> with Barbosa, you did the classic double pants sweep like five times, and he ca- it was in closed guard. And I'm thinking, oh, my yeah. gosh, this is like like when I was a blue butt, I learned that. And this <laughs> is being used at the highest level, right? Was that yeah. a specific yeah. game plan you had against him going into the match? Or is that an option that so, you always do? So, no.
1: What, so the thing with Lucas is like, man, he's an amazing, like, passer. And everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got to give a game to watch everybody's going to, like, click.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But he's a good passer from outside. He's, a, he's an explosive dude, he has like, you know, crazy Toriando pass. But when you engage him, I feel his his passes kinda of like slow down a little bit. So my thing was I have to close all this space, all these gaps, and attach him, like attach my game to his game, and I don't make like any space for him to disengage me. You know, like disengage to my guard. Mm-hmm. So that was the only thing I came to the fight when I fought Lucas was, was this, kind of like this game plan. Like, he, I would not give space to him to disengage because I knew it like, if he disengage, I can be in some sort of, like, trouble or hard time because that's where he felt most comfortable. And I was, like, I will trying to avoid that as much as possible. And mm-hmm. what was good, I kind of, like did a good job and he didn't disengage engage any time, so it was, was a very positive. But it was very hard to sweep him. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get in, like, it was super hard to sweep him. I tried, I tried, believe me, I tried as fast I could. And my mind was, I was going to the sweep. I was not trying to score advantage or anything, anything like similar to that. I was, I was going to the sweep it, every time. But it was hard to sweep because, you know, he's such a, such a great, great competitor. Was was
2: hard. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the Nicholas match because, like you said, you were trying to sweep the whole time. I felt like against Nicholas, you were trying to really pass the whole time, and you put so much pressure on him, like right from the start of the match. So, can you talk a little bit about Mm -hmm. that match? It felt like right as soon as you were able to deal with his lasso, you were knee cutting through right away. So, do you want to talk about um, maybe like your strategy, not strategy, but just how that match went and how you kind of expected it to go?
1: Yeah, like, man, me, me and Nico has fought many times, you know, like, many times, I think, nine times. And it uh, was, like, you know, back and forth, he got he got wins, I got wins, and he got lost. So, you know, it's, it's like that for a long time. And fight him, man, is different than fight anybody. Because as we fight since blue belt, it's kind of like we have, like, very, res- like, mutual respect. Uh, for each other, but we know each other's game from home time because we have been fought a lot. And my game didn't change that much, and his game didn't change that much either. So going to that fight was more, how can I say this, like at anticipation. I kind of like, I wasn't like, on that fight, I felt that I anticipated him more than he anticipated me. You know, and it's very hard, like, when you go to the high level and you fought and you fight this guy since blue belt and you guys know each other, like, super much. And when you go to a fight, like, in, in the black belt level, like, in the high level, is is that what counts? That's what I think, like, who anticipates first. Who anticipates first, start, like, you know, ahead and then you have an advantage of the fight. And that's what happened. I felt he, who guard a little, like, this was said he was like uh he pulled out wrong and i felt and then i took advantage of that situation and i don't totally need to and then from there the fight start one step ahead for for me and i took advantage of that and and i tried to like keep going forward all the time so that i think that was was the case like was the beginning of the fight translate the whole fight i i guess on that on that fight on, on fighting
2: it also. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I felt like as soon as you got ahead, you kept the ball rolling the whole match and stayed one step mm-hmm. ahead the whole time.
4: On the last podcast, uh, we spoke about right, Danny, uh, about this fight, uh, yeah. Guru against Merigari. So I was oh, more confident with that fight. I knew it, the, the historical fight against, you no, know, between them. And Man, first knew it good. We will like would we'll be fine on his guard because that position that he made it like from the single leg X, you know, when he put, put out and knee, he face his face to pass and you, you, don't, you don't know he did that to me. <laughs> he threw his hip on my face. <laughs> like when I saw that position, I had, I had flash. <laughs> oh, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, I see a lot of times when people do that pass, there's like a lot of space. But when you did that pass, it was just like you were you were crushing him. You maintained the pressure the whole way through. That was, that yeah. was actually one of my favorite passes. Yeah, and you don't know, he they, the
4: they, I just literally <laughs> this hit
2: his
0: head with the hip. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, no, you definitely talked about that, Leo.
2: <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> So I, I have another question about it, too. Like, were you surprised? Because, like, going into the tournament, obviously, people were putting out a lot of content, like predicting who was going to win and stuff. And I felt like people were saying either Hulk or Marigali. That's what they pretty much thought for who's going to take the whole tournament. And I watched a video that Pergisa put out. They, they, they were saying Pergisa, too. But he put out a video after the tournament, and he was saying that he was talking to people about it. And he was like, you guys are forgetting about Gutenberg. Like, I've trained with this guy. He's a monster. He's a monster. You need to be. Yeah. He needs to be in that conversation. Were you paying attention to any of that before the tournament, and were you like surprised by uh, any of the predictions?
1: Not really. People tag me on my like on my Instagram, and I just be like, man, don't tag me with this shit. Like, just <laughs> yeah. for, just forgive me, you know. Just forgive me, man. Let me train. Let yeah. me do my thing. But I don't. I don't really like pay attention to that, man. Like, and I, honestly, the guys deserve where like. They deserve to be on that conversation, you know. Like all the guys that was putting as the favorite, they were really favorite, you know. They're like the, the like they won the last words and they deserve to be there, you know, like for the whole career. Like I am kind of like uh, trying to get my place, my spot on that conversation. You know, I'm, I'm training and fighting to get on my spot where, where I want to be i'm not there yet but they are in a they they are in a position that they deserve to be favored like they deserve to to have like people talk like they're they favorite and my job is to go there and make like everybody's wrong i'm here like you know but they deserve to be that and i don't i really don't care about that like i don't i really don't care about the favorite conversation who's the best who is i i, I want to go there and fight that's my job that's what i train for i train i fight for pleasure I, you know, I love to, to that feeling, I love to fight. So all this conversation is kind of bullshit for me, like, I really don't care.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, I mean, you kind of, mindset. you kind of broke the uh, internet with your, with your, I mean, you were one of the first fights of the tournament against Metagali. hard yeah. draw, and then everybody's like, wait, 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 that wasn't supposed to happen, that's my favorite <laughs> guy, though, you know? Like, everybody was, everybody was all shooken yeah. up. In fact, my professor, because I was watching it at my house, And I'm like, like, I kind of have a, I never call a bracket. I don't like to. Because it's like, man, jujitsu is crazy. Everybody in that bracket is a beast. Why are we going to call a bracket before it even starts, you know? Um, Especially with that level of skill showcased. And sorry, I'm like getting all intense. I'm shaking the camera. I'm like like shaking my desk. Um, But it's uh, like my professor's like, hey, guess what? I was wrong. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, why'd you, you know, you don't know. Yeah. But uh, and my professor, he studies jiu-jitsu infinitely more than I think I could. He just spends his whole day doing it, and I get hungry sometimes. I need to eat. So <laughs> it, was definitely, it was definitely very, very cool to see. I mean, you made it all the way to the final. How, how was it fighting Felipe? How was it fighting, uh, you know, I mean, he seemed like he was definitely on a, on a different kind of – he had his foot really on the gas the whole tournament, uh, looked yeah. very sharp. What was it like yeah. matching up against him? Was
1: hard, man. Was hard. Uh, I trained with him, like we uh, we were fighting like BJJ back, and he, we were in the same card. And he was doing the the main event, uh, well, I guess Herbert, and I was I was in in uh, in a uh, preliminary card. And he he came to Rio and he messaged me, hey bro. I'm I'm at Rio, blah blah blah. Do you want to train? And I was yeah, man, 100%, like, yeah, hundred percent, like let's let's figure it out and then we trained for like almost like 10 days uh i went to grace baja he came to the gym we went to like friend house to train together so we spent like a lot of time training together like for this this 10 days and we got to train a lot man and like definitely like he he had he had a crazy guard like i knew it like i was like man if we fought, it's gonna be super hard to pass his guard. Like, I feel that because his game is so different. Like, he he kind of played that fifty-fifty with two grips in the pants. It's super difficult, like, to deal with, you know, because like, you don't have anybody to translate the same game in the gym. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like it's super, super, it's super hard. And going to the fight, I was like, I was super super cool man I was I was calm I was confident because I had that feeling like man he's a cool dude we we, we get along is we just gonna go there do our job do our back get a scrap get you know the best we can to the to the to the public and that was that that, that what happened but it was good for him and I'm, I'm okay with that but I, I like to fight I like it and it was pretty much that but was just hard to pass his guard. That's how I felt. Like, was super hard. He, he has such a different guard, and he understands jujitsu better than the, the most people, I think. He, because that, we, you guys trained jiu for a while, too, and there's a big difference between exchange positions and you understand jiu-jitsu. You know, like positioning, how to, what is the time to make, like, you know, to use your strength? What is the time to use your flexibility? Like, he understands these type of jujitsu, The invisible jujitsu, This huh? The invisible jiu He has this very good... So it was hard to to really deal with his guard. But it was a good fight. It was a good fight. It was,
2: it was an amazing fight. Oh, go was... ahead, Leo. Go ahead.
1: That kind of
4: guard... You, you kind of... This kind of guard messed with your knee, I could see you kind of walk, like... You felt your knee at that time? Like, when he was playing
1: the guard with you? Uh, When he started to play, I kind of tried to force a leg drag. I was forcing, like, because I was I was doing, like, I knew I knew the game, like, I tried to put my friend here to translate a little bit, like, guys that played 50-50. I was like, man, doing this kind of stuff, and try tried to do this to simulate a little bit what he does. And I was doing this position, like forcing the leg drag and going to and going to the back. But I tried to go with him and, and he kinda of, kinda of, I felt like he knew what I was trying to do. And he kinda of like every time that I forced the leg drag, he kinda of extended his hip. And then my knee kinda of hit super hard on my knee. And in one of that, that thing that I tried, he hit his hip, and then I, I sat down and it felt a little bit. But it was kind of like just in the beginning was not something that I went through the whole fight. I just felt that time, I kind of like limp a little bit, and then when the fight started again, I started, I was cool. It was like, didn't, didn't impact in my performance by any means. Okay.
2: So do you guys have any more questions about BJJ Stars, or do you want to move into uh, some other topics?
0: Uh, No. No, I don't have any more questions about about BJJ Stars. It was a really awesome performance. Uh, I, w- I wish we would have been able to talk about it a little more after it happened, like, or a little sooner after it happened, because, man, I was—I had a lot of—I think—I uh, watched it alone, but um, I wish I would have been there with Danny, because Danny and I like making like reviews and stuff like that. But, man, what a, what a performance! Really good job. Thank yeah, you. Was, Thank it was incredible. So
2: yeah, maybe we'll pivot a little bit to uh, to your background in jiu jitsu. So do you want to talk a little bit about when you got started and what it was like before you started training with GF Team? Because I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was when you were blue belt. Was when you made that transition? Yeah, blue belt. Okay. Blue so, belt. so do you blue want to belt. talk about what it was like training before getting to GF Team? Yeah,
1: 100. Uh, so I started training because I had uh, anxiety. I had a uh, we call we call a uh, panic syndrome here in Brazil i don't know how you guys call it in, in the united states
2: yeah panic what we attacks call here
1: or... uh, panic attacks like like panic attacks exactly mm-hmm. and i had that when i was young and then my psychologist uh, advised me to start training and then i don't believe it was a coincidence i believe i i truly believe in god that, you know i have a big faith i'm not a religious guy but i, I have a big faith and i truly believe god put me put my mom in a place that my mom started living on front of the gym. And that was crazy. And I once like we were doing the you know the movie, like the hot movie houses and stuff, I saw the gym and I told my mom I was like, look mom, the, the gym's there and the psychologist told like, you know, to me mm-hmm. start training. And she's like, Alright, we go Monday and Monday we go there and, you know, see what's going on. And I like, alright. So, since Monday, I'm here to now, you know, so, and I got super bad, I, I got super good, super fast for my anxieties, like three weeks, you know, three weeks, three weeks in training, I was feeling much better because I just thinking about jujitsu. I was thinking about, you know, how I'm going to do tomorrow and I was like forgetting about my anxiety and my confidence was building in and I got much better. So, that's why I started jujitsu. I started at gym a fight club in Salvador in my in my on my city and you know I I still have friends there I still you know go there uh when I when I go back home to see my family I still train there still have friends and still get along with all my coaches my first coaches and then when I got a blue belt I really felt that I couldn't do Jiu Jitsu professionally you know and uh and I like this this is this is like you recognize when you have talent for something like when you don't lie to yourself like you can recognize and be honest to yourself like man I have talent for this if I if I put some work I can I can do better and I felt that way and I kind of like man let me find my way to Rio I was a big fan of the and I was like man let me, let me let me do my way to Rio so I came here to like almost like ten dollars in my pocket <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With my backpack, one gi only, and I came to Rio. You know, I ask, asked my master, Julio, to stay in the gym. I could clean the gym to do stuff like this. And then from there, I lived four years in the gym, doing all this stuff in the gym training. And then, you know, many times of came, man. I, I won awards in every belt that I can see, no gi. Uh open class, no gear, three times. And, you know, I, I, I won a lot of tournaments, bro, Brazilian national, Europeans. So was it was a good good change. That's awesome.
2: So you mentioned that early on in your career at GF team, you had like, Hidalfo was kind of like an idol, someone you looked up to. What was yeah. it like being in the training room with him when you were blue and purple belt, just seeing him training and winning everything? <laughs> like, what was that like?
1: Crazy, man, crazy. He, he murdered us like every <laughs> single day. And man, you know what's funny? And this is the most I'm super grateful for him to do this to me, because he, he kind of felt he felt some type of way like he likes me like straight up, and he kind of like every single day he warm up with me, but for him was a warm up, (laughs) for me wasn't you know a murder. like (laughs) he literally killed me because like he rolls with me and then he go like a Six, six rows in sequence, I roll with hand and I rest, six rows in the sequence. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. I can't do anything anymore. And it was an everyday thing. And then I started getting better, you know? And this this is what really builds my my jiu-jitsu. How can I say, like here, we say the Casca Grossa, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, this is what builds my my kind of like Casca Grossa stuff. like because training with him every day, like I almost train with him three times, four times, sometimes. Because it was a thing when he got very tired to training, he came to us, like me, Max, Jimenez, Patrick Gaudio, he came to us because we are friends. So when he got tired, he came to us to train with him. So I trained with him so many times during the day, man, like three, four times. So this helps me a lot, you know, and it's just like a blessing for me to be to be able to be with him in the same map when I was a young a young dude.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh shoot. You know, I actually have a a question about something that you put on your gi, a little bit of a step uh what is hashtag aoberg? Oh, <laughs> A-O-berg. What is what is sorry I do not I oh, d I don't I don't know how to pronounce it, it like I'm with the, it all together, you know. Yeah. What exactly is that? Can you explain that? It's the bird. It's like yes, It's it's the bird.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's like it's almost it was a joke that I made. I was was in a table with a bunch of like was a lot people uh Jackson Souza was like all the guys from from Tantagalo. We were in uh, I think Chechnya uh-huh. when when half the 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 old ACB. You remember oh, yeah, ACB? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we were like eating and this guy from from Grace Maggie was doing like uh, live. And then I was super shy, I was eating and then the, like, you know, the all big stars was talking and but life, you know, I was eating. And the guy was like, All right, go to say something and I was like, Yeah, I'll bag and he came back to eat. So then people start like going, Yeah, I'll bag i I'll And then I just like embrace it. I was like, All right, I'll bag And then I start doing this, I start saying this, you know, and then my friends start joking around with, with and just stick with me, and and I like it. You know, like it's nothing that is offensive to is offensive to anybody. It's just a name. That, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's just a name, just my name. You know, it, it's the burn. Yeah, and it is what
0: it is. See, that's a better catchphrase than the one my professor came up with me. Like, when I was a kid, my professor called me Bishubuhu. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that's Bishubuhu. a rough. <laughs> that's a rough nickname yeah, to have a nickname. As, a, as a kid. He That's never like told me what it was. Up. I had to figure that out on my own. I had to ask some, like, professor at a tournament. He's like, "Hey, what's up, man?" And I'm like, "What is uh, a, <laughs> what does Bishubuho mean?" And he's like, "Oh, why do you want to know that?" I'm like, "Oh, that doesn't help. That doesn't sound good. Like, I don't know what this means." He's like, he flinches at Bishubuho. Like, that was my it's nickname. It's like when
4: somebody called dumb dumb something like this. Yeah. Dumb for dumb. Sure.
0: <laughs> well, my prof- when I was a kid, I had a I I got in trouble for picking out the. I got in trouble for not taking out the trash when I was a kid. So Andre's like, ah, "Bishe pra caramba." like you know. What? And I'm like, "Oh man, like, what is he calling me? I don't understand I, I, what I this." Tell me why.
1: That was a, a, a
0: tough love. Tough love. Yeah. It's true. I, I I felt it. I felt the tough love.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you talk about your nogi titles, but. When we we was in Toledo you never like really trained for but put yourself on nogi train destroy everybody was Nogi. <laughs> so tell us more about this natural talent So like what passing on that like, what's your strategy yeah. for nogi
1: man is so nogi is just was something for fun for me you know like I like to train in Nogi, like don't understand me wrong, but I love to train in the gi, you know. I felt I felt the, the gi is more interesting to me, you know, like but I like nogi too. It's part of the sport, you know, it's part of jujitsu. And but I was like is that is that old conversation that, you know, wrestlers came to say, Oh, you guys, you know, I'll just train when, like one one month one month to the tournament when no nogi and that's true, like, we train the whole year in the gi, and then we go, like, one month to train to some no-gi competition. That's true, and that's what I did, like, you know. But for my lucky, I, I got some some talent for that, I don't know. And I always did good in the tournaments no-gi, and, you know, I got to to, to, to manage, like, some words and pens and stuff like this. But when this new hook came to, to the... To the, to the the, so the jiu-jitsu thing to the game man, i i kind of was like super afraid to hurt my knee you know like honestly i was like jesus christ man this can blow my knee up yeah. and and i had some top injuries on my knees and i was like man i don't know like you know like i, I was afraid to train i was afraid to like expose my knees and then i didn't start to start like, slowing down way more than i was before but I think two years ago, one year and a half, I started getting interested again, studying more the game my knees got better. I got like, you know, physical therapy, strong knees. And then I started getting like more confidence to play the game. And right now I'm interested to start like doing Nogi again and just train just to see like, no way I'm like, you know, like a wedding, like ready to fight somebody. I'm not ready to fight anybody.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Because <laughs> now nobody <popped. king>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But I, I'm interested. It's, it's a beautiful game. Like, you know, these guys, besides the, all the trash talk, besides all the bullshit, all the drama, it's, the guys really show a beautiful, uh, like, the beauty of Logi. Mm-hmm. Besides all this bullshit that's happening right now in Jiu-Jitsu, they really, like, show the beauty of Logi thing. And I really... Look to that, like man, this no gi is interesting. Like it's it's super good. Like I like it, I know and what, that's what makes me, that's what makes me, you know, get excited. Like interesting <laughs> things, and I really saw the, the, the beauty of the no gi. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, feel I like, agree. So I feel like uh right now with the coverage in jiu-jitsu, a lot of it's focused on no gi and super fights and stuff like that. Yeah. Was that any? What's your opinion on that? Do you think that <laughs> Nogi is more marketable? You know, do you think, what What do you think?
1: I, I feel, I feel like, so every, 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 every thing, every come to, to a point that what's best for the public, right? When, when we go like events, not competition, like I'm not saying when it comes to events is a show for the public. What sells more? And, It's true that not everybody, not every match, but the most matches in GIG, it's boring. Like, you put 10 minutes of two high level athletes in the GIG, things get boring. It's just interesting to really who understands Jiu Jitsu. I love to watch, honestly, like, I can sit my ass here and watch 10 minutes matches, and I, I love it. But I understand Jiu Jitsu, I see things that other people don't see. I see the tails in the movement positioning that other people don't see but when it came to nogi is that scrap and that's what people wants to see you know is that 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 fight go on top go on the bottom give up get a submission that's what people wants to see and I think that's what why the events wants more nogi because it's more interesting you know it's more more excited to the public to watch than the gi
0: yeah i agree and i think that's why a lot of companies like third coast grappling and fight to win are trying to put a big showcase on for the gi because i think that there are certain things like it really i i feel like it's more about the athletes and how willing the athletes are to put on a show than it is necessarily Mm -hmm. about the rule set or what makes it exciting I completely agree I that some of the best no grapplers in our sport are exciting because they are simply better. Like you yep. – and, and like you said, I don't agree with any of the trash talk or any of the, uh, the conduct that is prevalent in a lot of the top of the jiu-jitsu scene right now. But I do 100% love and appreciate, and I think that it's smart that the top athletes in our sport be studied in no-gi. In the same way yep. that somebody should be studying your performance at BGJ Stars in the gi because you did things against people who, like Nicholas Metagalli, one of the best guards in jiu-jitsu, that everybody can learn from. People should also be studying the game of the top no-gi guys. I think that it's uh, – like, for instance, um, shows like Third Coast Grappling have, like, this, this rule set that's got a lot of different things about it. But the athletes that are on the shows typically are exciting athletes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, if more athletes can, if athletes can learn, okay, if I want to be marketable, I need, I should be advancing. I should like Roberto Jimenez is an amazing example of an athlete that does well in gi because he is kind of a psychopath when it comes to jujitsu. Like the yeah. guy, the guy <laughs> just does. goes.
1: Show, he, he gives, the, he, he, he gives, like he. I, I, was talking about about his last day. Seems like that he doesn't give a shit about. <laughs> Win or lost. Yeah, no. Yeah. Same time he just wants to perform in the like he just wants to scrap. He just wants the war, mm-hmm. and <laughs> that's why he's in every show. And I truly hope this kid is making a box. I I truly hope he's making money and people's paying him good because he put the show. He's super excited to see him to be, You know. Yeah. And I, and I hope I really do. I really do hope. And that's true, man. Like. It's, the point came to like who you put in the show it's not the russack it's not it's not the the you know the man it's nothing like this it's who you put in the show if you put two guys that really shows that's it's good it's gonna be a good show in the geek or no geek, doesn't matter you know and and I think that's the mistake of the events too people like start like throwing stones on the geek game oh ge game boring e-games this game but man you put the wrong card bro yeah yeah that's the point you put the wrong card you put the wrong guys to fight you play you put two guard players to to fight we see this on our india games like fight like what a what a good passer again against a good guard player you're gonna see a good fight yeah you know Just, just make the matchup good but the guys wants to make like events like you know every weekend and put the same guy Oh, you got to be boring, you
0: know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have been guilty of doing some pretty, like, you know, boring fights myself, uh, <laughs> mainly because I was scared. <laughs> like, when I fought and Mateos, I was like, okay, I, I feel like have, I feel like can keep my arm. Like, my arm is, I like my arm. I'm going to keep it. Like, I'm going to yeah. go ahead and grapple, you know, I'm going to be a little kind of tentative. Um, but it's something I learned, too, because I care very much about putting on a show, and I believe that that is the most pure expression of jiu-jitsu is advancing. And Like, I think about Hodger Gracie. like Hodger Gracie is the most, one of the most pure forms of jiu-jitsu ever. That guy was like, I'm going to sweep, I'm going to pass, I'm going to mount, I'm going to choke. Yeah. It's like, that's exciting. That's cool because it's like that just shows dominance, and I try to learn from that, too. Roberto is actually a huge inspiration for me, even though he broke my foot a long time ago, but uh, a <laughs> huge inspiration I think that a lot of young athletes can really attest to. And uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that, you know, that's that's something that's understood as well. Just come to
4: that point, have... you know, like that we spoke, uh, it's really it's really easy. You say, oh, I want to go there and give my best. And then I soon you score two points. You want to hold that point with your life because you want to win so bad. <laughs> so I think this kind of feeling like holds us back a little bit. We want to win so bad. We don't want
1: to give our best. Mm-hmm. That's the truth, right? Yeah. yeah we, we want that's that's true that's completely true man people wants to win they don't want to to give the show but has some people that wants to win giving a show exactly. you know it's a few people and that's the difference who gets the who, who gets the, the good cash who gets the good check and who doesn't you know people that wants to win giving a show putting the show you know like lately on it's like and this is a great mindset man. like I have been I've been thinking about this a lot lately that When like focus on a win, it's kind of, how can I say this in English? It's kind of like, no, it's kind of like, it's not cool. for Like I'm saying Gutenberg saying it's not the, the right or wrong. For me, it's not cool for myself, for my camp, for my, you know, for my whole process to a competition, thinking about win. Lately, I have been thinking a lot about my performance. Like, man, I just want to perform good and i know myself i know if i perform good when's going to be a consequence and and definitely i have a big chance to win if i perform good so it's it, i think going through this mindset is making me fight better you know and people are like people are actually like saying this man you fight better man you fight more you know relaxed you're more having fun and this is helping me a lot you know so is a is a is a good mindset that i put to me like when with a good performance
0: yeah and like proper preparation lends itself to that right like the reason yeah. why ronaldo can be so crazy and why roberto can be so crazy and all these guys the top level athletes can be so crazy with their performance like you it's because you prepare hard like your body is ready to do that kind of thing like me right yeah. now if i went out there and i was like yeah i'm gonna be crazy and i'm gonna have a hard fight I would probably die of a heart attack in the first three minutes because I'm just not preparing for a tournament right now. But I'm friggin' starting. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm doing it. It's just – uh, it's, it's definitely about pre- preparation too. I think that that's something that like a lot of people, maybe they forget about is you guys are amazing pre- performers and competitors because you not only have the will to win, but you have the will to prepare, you know? Everybody has the will to win. Everybody can go out to the tournament. And...
1: It's the hardest part.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the hours you spend weightlifting or that. Like, weightlifting, it's fun, kind of. But, like, it's not jiu-jitsu. If you could get, if you could get that strong from jujitsu, everybody, nobody would weightlift. Like, I don't like. I don't like, yeah.
4: Guru, Guru has yeah. to force me when I was in Toledo. Let's go, Leo. You have to lift.
2: Okay, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like it's leg day. Oh,
2: leg day is the worst. That's so, cool. yeah. so so one thing you did mention is that there does seem to be right now like like we talked about there's a, a little bit more nogi super fights those guys do tend to get paid a little bit a little bit better or a little bit more often so is nogi something you does that motivate you at all to try and do some more nogi fights maybe not just for the, the money but also just for the challenge as well you
1: know, for now like for now honestly like I have this you know this this big goal man like I really want I really want to do better in the key I have been a black belt for three years now, and my two first years was not the way that I I expect to be, and you know I I I went to a lot of change, you know, in my mind, on my life, and right now my focus is straight like I wanna I wanna have some titles in the geek that I don't have yet on the black belt level, you know, uh, I wanna be be able to get some super fights in the geek still, you know, make some money in the geek. And then slowly i'm going to start training nogi slowly you know like with, with the heel hook stuff study more i like to watch the guys like i like to watch like gary donald you know like craig jones you know uh even even the the Bob ryan i like to watch i like philippena watch philippena uh, no-gi, uh I, I like to watch all these guys that put a good show Nogi wise you know because it's a good jujitsu man the guys just play a very good, a very technical jujitsu, you know. And, and, and so I, I started studying a little bit, playing a little bit, kinda of like mess around in the gym, like, oh let's Get to you, like try to escape and <laughs> play a little bit. But maybe after I reach these goals, you know, that I that I'm I'm, I'm chasing. Uh, maybe I, I I I start trying going slow. I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go to the big sharks right now. Start fishing a little bit, you know, ask for some <laughs> some good fights in the beginning, you know, and then maybe try to get a, a big shot lately, maybe in the end of the year, maybe next year, something like this. That's awesome.
2: Okay. All right. So I, I do have another question kind of related to, like, the current culture of jiu because I feel like nowadays the internet is, like, we're in the internet age, like, marketing yourself, branding yourself, promoting yourself. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really important thing, like, like it or hate it. And I feel like you do a really good job. You have really good sponsors. You put out beautiful technique videos and I feel like you do, you do an awesome job with this. So what advice would you have for someone who's maybe like a blue belt and they want to, they want to be a professional jujitsu athlete or a coach. And what what would you tell them in terms of how they should handle their social media, how they should handle branding themselves? Man. uh, I think,
1: I think study is a big point, you know, before, before, and I'm not saying this like by myself, like, you know, bragging about myself, but before you start anything, you have to study. You know, you have to be smart, you have to read. You have. I like to read books, you know, like I like to watch videos, documentaries. You have to study not only Jiu-Jitsu, but sport. So you'll so you be able to speak something, you know? And for the blue belt, that's what I you know, man, read, you know, like go to the sports, the sports, try to get, you know, some whole models, you know, some big athletes, read biographies, watch. If you don't like to read, watch videos, you to learn how the process, because when you start like knowing these things, you start like conduct yourself better, you know, like you're not just like throwing words, throwing motivational, motivational phrase in the, gym, <laughs> uh, in, the in the Instagram with a picture, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you're going to start speaking to yourself much better. And people is gonna see, man. This guy has something. He knows. He knows. He knows a little bit more than you know the most people. He kind of speak good, and and that's what makes the difference. You know, study other things. Study about marketing. You know, like go to the internet. YouTube is there with a, so much content. You know, go to the YouTube and watch marketing. Watch so, watch social media. You know, watch do what to do in the social media. Or learn how to take the pictures. You know, so you can. Tell your friend, LL. Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> Tell your friend how to take pictures. You know, so you can have a good I know exactly what it Instagram. is. Your Instagram looks clean, your social media looks clean. Watch how I edit a video. Man, there's no money, so much things. And everybody, and don't... The only thing, the only people that I just say like, man, alright, I understand, is the guys that works the whole day and goes to the gym to, to train. If you, But the most guys, just, I'm, you know, they have time. Get, it, get at home, <laughs> get up, and you know, just spend time at home. Go train, come back home again, and do the same thing, play video games, and don't study. So, man, you have so much time. Instead, of you play video games, go to YouTube and start studying. Invest, you know, read a book, right. Invest in yourself. So, that's my advice, you know, like think outside of the box, think outside of the box, learn things. Because knowledge is
2: priceless. Yeah, I yes. can you know, definitely tell uh, you, that you. Oh, go ahead, Leo. Uh, Sorry. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, like, looking at your Instagram and your social media accounts, I, it seems like you have a plan. Like, your pictures are really beautiful. You have all those. Hey, I man, I
1: think I suck at it.
2: Really? <laughs> oh, <I'm>, oh, <laughs> oh, my God. What a, I what what am then.
1: <laughs> I, I, I suck at it. I think I'm terrible on Instagram. Like, because, but one thing that I do super good. I engage with the guys that you know with the people that support me. That's my biggest point. And this I I, I tell you, like I do this very good. I, I engage with the people that follow me. You know, if you direct message me, can take two days to answer, but I'm going to answer. You know, and I'm going to answer sometimes in the audio. Hey, what's up, man? Like, <laughs> what's up, Daddy? Thanks, man, for yeah. the message. Any of that and people be super happy with this, you yeah. know, like man. Thank you so much, man. You don't know how much this counts on my YouTube, about. And I just like, all
2: right, all right, cool. Your technique but videos. I, like I think your technique videos are some of the best ones on Instagram. Like I don't speak Portuguese and I can watch a 10 minute video that you post without even taking a break. Like yeah, they're, cool, su- they're super, they're super cool. engaging. The details, even though I don't understand the language, I can still pick up on the stuff that, that you're doing, so I yeah. think your technique stuff is. Nice. Amazing. It's funny.
4: Uh, my I have a friend from Nashville, good uh, guru knows him, Maruf. So he was telling me the same thing. He was watching. He, he just realized he was watching the whole videos. I don't even understanding Portuguese, like, yeah. <laughs> because the day is really like the
2: sorry, you're cutting is... out a little bit, Leo. Yeah
4: content make make you stay you know forgot he, he forgot portuguese but
2: yeah, yeah. Like the quality of the content the quality yes was like really it was really
4: good and making his day and i was speaking about this with him today and the on the age of the internet like the the information's out there for everybody so if you invest yeah. yourself and you learn like probably Express yourself at the way that people look at you and say, "You can, you can even, you don't understand what you talk about." But if you speak properly, if you express yourself good, people are gonna look at you like, "Man, this guy have a lot of confidence in what he talk about, and he speak good, so he probably understand about
0: this." So,
1: cool. even if you say some bad words sometimes,
0: cuz I do? Come imagine being Danny and not being able to speak Portuguese. How you? Are you... <laughs>
1: are you how you confident in speaking and what you're saying like how, how you speak if you speak confident if you say man this guy's red and it, it is red i believe it's red. it's red i'm Sam i'm telling you if you say this properly like in one point you're people are gonna, gonna be like, be like what wait let me look is <laughs> you know, the truth is everything the way you speak you know like everything's the, way the communication like and this you gain reading and that's the crazy part is you you gain reading like i read before learning english like very like a proper english like i don't speak like you guys americans but i feel like comparing to other you know like guys from outside of the united states that don't speak english i feel my my english is decent. i can communicate and even before like have a, a, a english to be able to read to communicate I, I read books, you know, in English, I try to like translate online and, and to, to learn. So everything's everything comes to the reading stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I don't tell people like that. I read that much, but but I really do. Mm-hmm. And I do books. I do all this kind of stuff. So, man, if you want to get better on like coming back to the day, start reading, you know, to the blue that's watching
0: oh my gosh i uh funny i um i made fun of danny earlier i'm actually i'm learning portuguese and i do the same thing i have a copy of uh a biblia sagrada and i have a uh, different like Hey, Leo, Leo Silva, I know he told me, he's like, hey, cool. I'm trying to learn how to be conversational first because I have a lot of goals like with not just commentary but <laughs> with putting out content that can be bilingual and then eventually trilingual with Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to be able to have, because com- I really care about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I care about the preservation of traditional values. And I also care about being able to relate on people on different cultural levels so as to properly spread uh, also the gospel, you know what I mean? And uh, it's really it's really helping to read, actually, like reading. I, I, I don't usually like reading, um, but because uh, I'm not that smart. You know what I mean? I'd rather just <laughs> see it. Uh, but uh, reading requires a certain amount of mental energy. And um, but I do I do think it helps a lot. So, Danny, you're going to you're going to have to jump on that Portuguese train, brother. Come yeah. on. I'm gonna have yeah, to. I can't good. be the only one who doesn't know it.
1: I, I can't help you guys. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Do You know what makes easy reading? Just you read what is interesting to you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that makes reading so easy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say that I read intellectual books, Shakespeare. I don't fucking. I don't. <laughs> I don't read really stuff. You know, I like biography, bro. Like, I like to watch what Michael Jordan you know, like did. You know, I like to watch how he did to want that much that 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 medals in the olympics i like to read this stuff that's what's interesting to me you know that, that's what tricks me you know yeah. mm-hmm. and that's make reading so easy man i read the bible too man i think the greatest book ever mm-hmm. you know so much knowledge in that book that's crazy and that's the thing uh-huh. you know Read what's interesting to you you know i don't have an intellectual thing that's know. yeah i don't have that, man <laughs> yeah i'm a super simple dude you know and but I
0: like to read what's interesting to me, and
1: that's what's making reading easy. Mm-hmm. Read what's good for you. You know? O melhor livro do mundo. Exactly. Right? Okay.
4: Okay. See? And put that together point. in my own head. A good point on your Portuguese, like, you, uh, people people have a good name. And you say it really good. You say his name really good. I, back? That's what it is. Pereira? Pereira.
0: Pereira. Pereira. Well, it's, Pereira. Not, it's not Pereira. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I got somebody. Say. I got somebody messaging me from Australia saying it's not Craig, it's Craig. You peanut. He called me a peanut. Like, Dang man. Okay, <laughs> I get it. I'm sorry, but it's Australian English. Like I'm speaking Brazilian Portuguese. I want to learn. I don't want to sound like a gringo. That's like the biggest thing. If I sounds like a gringo, that's gonna make me upset. I don't want to be like, oh, eu amo jujitsu. Like what? <laughs> like, it sounds horrible. Like, but there are people who Brazil. speak, like that, you know. Carnaval. <laughs> Cadeira. Carnaval. <Yeah>, Carnaval. <laughs> it's it's Cadeira's chair, you know? Like yeah. I'm not gonna say Cadeira. Yeah.
4: Like, you should you should speak you, you with you should Yeah, You should speak with Jake McKenzie. Man. He's not green Oh really?
0: Anymore. Heck yeah. Okay. He
1: speaks Brazilian man very, very well, man. He speaks Brazilian like he speaks Bella. like huh. that.
0: <laughs> portuguese? portuguese
1: yeah
2: yeah That's awesome <laughs>
0: my professor's from fortaleza so it's like he speaks like that yeah, very fortaleza portuguese very hard. Ceará, yeah. Yeah, and yeah he, he like
1: I'm from Bahia. what's that I'm from Bahia. I, it, i'm from Bahia it's two states besides almost almost like statewide like neighbors oh nice and, uh, yeah it's like my where where i i am born is has a very hard accent too mm-hmm. it's like almost like you in in uh, California, and then you live in Texas. It's almost yeah. like, you know, that accent's very, very, like, hard.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? That's the kind of Portuguese I'm learning. So it's like, I'm going to have, like, this super, <laughs> super... Hard accent. Yeah, and I know, like, a lot of Fortaleza slang, too. He's like, you shouldn't say that to just everybody, because it's, like, Fortaleza slang. Like, you say <laughs> Fortaleza he... slang. Like... <laughs> yeah, he's like, that. that's, like, something that people in my city say. And I'm like... So I can't say it? He's like, Well if you do, people just might not understand what you mean. And I'm like, oh, this is confusing. Okay.
4: Yeah, just be careful because our uh, we we Brazilian we have the, the bad habit to to take bad words for Americans. Yeah. No, I know, I know, yeah. I
0: trust me, I, I I know a plethora of curse words in Portuguese that I don't say, but I have. Uh, and uh I won't say them on the show. Because, uh, I'll say yeah, after it's not the good, show, it's not yeah. yeah, it's not cool, it's not cool, it's, it's, not cool, it's bad taste. Maybe, maybe it's kids yeah, listen yeah. to us, so yeah. oh, for sure, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm like, I'm oh my gosh, the gringo said a bad word. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, we really appreciate your time, Gutenberg. It's been almost an hour. So, do, do you guys have any more questions? Uh, I have one last one, but if you guys have any others, I want to give you the opportunity to ask first.
0: No, Danny, you are good. Uh, I have right, one. Yeah, I just, yeah, go ahead, Leo.
2: When when can we
4: expect? Uh, no, no. Actually, let me change my question. Uh, who who is the guy that you you want to fight yet, and or who is the guy that you, you would? Oh, you cut up. What was the second part? No, not cut up
2: like that. Like totally. <laughs> yeah, like, what was the second part,
1: Leo? Who is the guy
4: you would like to fight? yet or who is that
1: you again uh man uh, you know me like i it's not my it's not gutenberg style like you know like it's not my style to call call somebody out you know like like i said i fight for love like i fight for pleasure you know i fight because i love anybody i want to make a list like that and yeah anybody that's the truth like everybody fights because they love and I really don't see the point to call somebody out, you know. Like no. black belt is a small word. Like that's what, yeah. that's how I say it. Like, Hours black belt is a small word, and
3: when you do you know
1: when you start going to the tournament, you're gonna fight everybody in the black belt for sure, you know. So
4: I'm excited to see you against Jake Watson. Though. no! no <laughs>
0: more, yeah, but yeah. the cool here's the cool thing. Here's the cool thing. Oh, this is my goal in the community. No, Leo, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I did and I lost, we did jujitsu. We shared yeah. the math together, right? Exactly. I'm that kind of guy. So if Gutenberg were to come on the podcast and be like, you know what? i actually been uh, super faking it this whole podcast. Hey, Jake, I hate you, and I want to fight you. I'd be, right, let's I'd be go. like, damn, all right. But okay, like, you tell me why you hate me, and yeah, we'll, we'll go, you know? like There are people who have, like... Like, there are people who don't like me, you know what I mean? And they fight me, and they're like, you know, won't shake my hand or whatever. I'm like, I don't even do anything, but okay. <laughs> yeah, no, just the cool thing you. about, and what I sense from you, Gutenberg, uh, Gutenberg, is like, you have this sense of, man, like, you love jujitsu. You love people. You know that you don't have to hate people to build yourself. You don't have to be, a, pardon my French, you don't have to be a complete ass to make your brand known. So why yeah. would you? You know what I mean? It's the same thing with me. Like I want to make friends. This podcast is about up building up athletes, showing people sides of athletes that are beautiful, showcasing jiu-jitsu as a martial art rather than a sport. It's like, man, that that's the beautiful thing. So let's say you do grapple me and double foot sweep me into an armbar. From now. I'm not the kind of guy that's going to complain. I'm going to be like, "Damn, Gutenberg, can I come to freaking wherever you are in Brazil and, and train a little bit so I can learn what just happened to me?" Study that position. Yeah, can you say, like explain? Can we go on the bullpen real quick and you explain to me what you just did to me? My arm is supposed to move like that. <laughs> yeah, why? you're my height. Why do you feel so much bigger?
1: That's a great point. That's a great point. I, I like I like what you said right now, man. Like you know, and, and I feel that way too. Like man, I, I don't see why people like they try to kind of go hard on on each other. To I don't know. I would I, I think that's insecurity, man. Like when somebody like try to bully the other or you know try to be super tough to the other, they insecure really as fuck. Well. Like you know.
4: Yeah, make and, yourself look bigger you, to scare the opening.
1: Yeah, you know, like it, it's not needed for that, bro. Like, you know, like jujitsu is beautiful, man. You know, it's so good. here to be cool to each other. We sit down. We, you know, get outside. You have food and talk about jujitsu. Talk about each other's experience. Like, you know, man, I do. I did this. I did that. And I and I get from your experience, and you get from mine, man. I think that's way cool. You know, way cooler than we just like, you know, go hard on each other, man. I talk to everybody from Atos. I talk for everybody from Alliance. I talk for every, I talk to everybody, you know. And even like we guys that I did something crazy before, I have no hard feelings, you know. I was an immature guy in the past, you know, I'm twenty six years old now. And you know, like a lot of things changed, you know, my mind changed. That's nice. And I, I think it's way more we'd be cool to each other. You know, for sure like when you go to the match we we professional, you know, we're gonna do our our job it's the same thing that happens with me and producer on, on bjj stars final you know like we cool with each other man after before you know we gave a hug bro give your best you know i'm giving you my best and all's cool, all cool, all cool bro it's all cool we did there we went to the war if he if he submit me if i submit and i bet you it's gonna be the same afterwards shake hands bro congratulations we need more people you know, like you. We need right up, up here. We talk about the mistakes we made and try to fix. You know, and it is what it is. You know, it's much better this way. That's and, and that's my opinion. You know, like for some people, my opinion maybe don't value anything, but I stick with that. It's better for me. Cool, it's what it is. We love <laughs> that.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: So my last question is just kind of going back to, to the first one I asked about training at, at, and teaching at GF team in Rio. Do you have plans to stay there for the next couple of years? Is that kind of your home for now, or do you have any plans to maybe move somewhere else or just kind of like your plans for the next couple years? Um,
1: bro, uh, right now I'm very comfortable uh, at Rio. I just got my apartment. I'm making a, a studio in my apartment. So it's going to be super cool, you know, like super, super beautiful. And my plans right now is stay here. You know, I love to be in Brazil, but have a big reason why I'm gonna stay here. Uh, I was raised by my grandparents. And my grandparents getting old, you know, and for me it's, it's very important to be close to them on this moment, you know, like, because I'm two hours, two hours away from home uh, on the plane. So it's much better to be two hours away from my house paying 400 reais then stay 12 hours away from home paying you know 6,000 reais so it's much better to stay close to them and I, I think I'm gonna stick here for a while uh make some trips 100% spend some time in the United States when all this is and all this end up this coronavirus kind of slow down a little bit but mainly right now I have no plans to move I'm happy to be at GFT again, you know, uh, training with, uh, in the headquarter, uh, helping my friends here. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like on uh, technical technical training. I'm, I'm, I'm running the technical training at the headquarters, and I'm pretty happy to be able to help these kids. And, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, happy to be here.
2: That's amazing. Yeah, we, we really appreciate your time. Like we said, your performance at BJ Stars was incredible. I think a lot of people are inspired by it, especially since – You know, not a lot of people were were necessarily picking you to win, but you proved that you're just as good as, if not better than, all the guys in that bracket. So it was awesome. So thank you again for your time. And uh, do you have any sponsors or any friends you want to thank? Yeah, man, thanks so much,
1: bro. Like, first of all, thank you guys to have me. You know, like, uh, I I think I told Jake, I was man, and anytime like you know, let's figure out a time, and, and you know, I'm always open. To have a conversation like i said i love to talk about jiu-jitsu man like that's what i do every day so it's easy to talk when we talk about jiu-jitsu you know and it's a pleasure to be man you know thanks everybody that's watching you know the podcast make sure you guys like the video subscribe to the channel and that's helps a lot for sure <laughs> I the process. I yeah the process. yeah you all right all right
4: i was about to say i was you like read about it natural. i see you i see you
1: i know the t- Natural.
4: <laughs> no bag
1: so, yeah so man thanks for watching guys you know I hope you, you know like you guys keep training you know keep going to do good things you know do, do like being positive positive. and that's it man thanks everybody and that's that's the message
0: all right okay. Okay. well ladies and gentlemen you can uh, follow Gutenberg at uh, Gupereda BJJ no spaces yeah. G-U-Pereda BJJ no spaces no capitals um. be sure to use that hashtag. How do you guys pronounce it again? He'll no beg. No 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 All right, cool. Hey, talk to my Instagram. You're going to see the hashtag.
1: Gonna see the hashtag.
0: <laughs> we're going to put it on the post, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah, um, we definitely Let's do it. Be it's sure good, to stay good. tuned for everything he's got going on. Thank you so much also to Leo Silva for joining us on this podcast and being our Open Guardcast correspondent for the podcast. It's always a pleasure having you it's on. pleasure uh, to nice. Two incredibly positive and forthright role models in the community who are also very knowledgeable about jujitsu. We definitely support them. We want you guys to go to Election Performance on Instagram and their website and check them out, uh, sponsor the podcast. And thank you so much to Madacaba BJJ and Marcio Andre Academy. And uh, yeah, I've been Jake Watson. This has been Danny O'Donnell, Gutenberg Pereira, and Leo Silva. Leon Oops. Silva. <laughs> Danny, you are more than welcome to take us out of here. Was this episode 84, Jake, right? This is episode 84, yes. Okay,
2: episode 84 of Open Guard Cast with Gutenberg Pereira and uh, Leal Silva. Sorry I didn't pronounce your name as well as Jake, but I'll work on it. But thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you guys soon. (laughs) Peace.